This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. Part of the TalkSport Fan Network. And charity partners with Mentel. For county fans, by county fans. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Courtyard Club Call with me, Russ Johnson. I'm joined by Dan and Waggy, as always. You okay, fellas? Yeah. Oh, you sound down. You sound like you've just been slapped 4-0 away at, on the Wirral somewhere. Is it <laughs> that's, where we're heading, that's where we're heading to straight away. So as the title suggests, we are the Scarf Bagara War. We are part of Mentel. They're our charity partner. There will be podcasts coming out very soon on those uh, sort of subjects and we are part of the talk sport fan network so we're pleased that you've uh joined us today yeah a bit of an odd one this week um i say odd one unusual should we say a four nil defeat away at Tramia. um let's look at the team as, as we always do so hinchliffe in net bristow left back bennett in the middle his debut of course on loan for man united uh burn cassett right back evan sass crowsdale Bailey Powell, and then spearheaded by Alafi. The comment post-match from Chaloner was rank bad defending. What did you make of the first half? Shit. Next. <laughs> it was like the second half of Crew, wasn't it? It was like the continuation of that game. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's disappointing that Horsfall fell in ill on the morning of the game. I think that was a a big, big loss. Um, but defensively, we just look absolute rank at the moment. Yeah, I think that was a massive loss, wasn't it? I mean, Horsfall. Because um, I think Chaloner sort of, sort of, um, in, in, didn't say it directly, but it sounded as if Bennett was going to start. And I think Horsfall would be a much better person to have next to him um, rather than Burn. Burn is a no-nonsense, just gets on with it. Whereas I think Horsfall would sort of coach him and, you know, speak to him and talk to him and try and get him moving a bit more because, um, yeah, that was the biggest, big shock. Uh, Camp's been out as well. I was quite surprised at that. And Madden not starting. I thought it I thought it had gone and I did with Fan Hub. I went with the same starting lineup that we started at Grimsby with obviously not knowing the two injuries that we've got. Yeah, so I, I guess the I guess the obvious question is tactically, 
because uh, you know how, where, where did it all go wrong? Because we, I think, I'm, I'm, I lost track of the amount of changes we made tactically in the first half. Uh, well, definitely in the second half, uh, but it was probably a bit more stable in the first half. We it felt like we started off with the four at the back, but again, out of possession, Lemon Hay Evans dropped into that right wing back role, yeah. which it's just not his role, is it? No, I think I think both teams were poor, to be honest. I don't think if you take them set pieces away, that game could have easily finished nil-nil and nobody would have batted an eyelid about it. I think apart from the dreadful, absolutely awful defending from set pieces, um, I don't think either team, I think both looked as if they'd, they'd been done over on the Tuesday night. They both looked a bit wary and didn't really want to. And I know the guy on the podcast, the Tramney fan, said that they're a counter-attacking team. But again, I don't think they looked, they let us have the ball and we just passed it around and there was no endeavour, there was no urgency from either team. It was as if like we were, we just wanted to keep the ball and, and not concede. And then stupid free kick um, for the first goal. Why, you know, again, he's a young lad, Bennett, pushing Jennings in that bottom corner when he was facing up, going away from, facing away from goal, going away from goal and didn't really control it, so he was going out for a goal kick. So With Crowsdale as well, in, in beside him as well. Yeah. Um, to, you know, like you say, to give a free kick away from there was just sort of immature, you know, really. Um, but same again, I think we lacked that ability to play out from the back as well, without Horsfall or Akil in there, or even we sort of seemed to... With Byrne and Bennett, we just didn't seem to be comfortable of playing it out from the back and sort of, sort of made the wrong, the pass was wrong at times. But like you say, I just Jennings for me was an absolute masterclass of how to rope a dope a player in. And he, <laughs> and he, he absolutely, Bennett, we know he's got a lot of potential. We know there's a lot of hype about him. But I would say that's probably in the, my top 10 of worst county debuts. He's, you know, out of the, Four goals, he's to, for me to blame for three of them um, easily. And like you say, that first one, even though he's given away the free kick, which he shouldn't have done. Um, obviously, when the ball's been played, he's not involved in that. And Burns switched off and allowed his marker to run in front of him and just tap it into a into the net, really. So, you know, Burn is just as equally to blame as such. But Bennett shouldn't be giving away that free kick to start off with. Yeah, and it, it kind of felt like things conspired against us because obviously we, we lost Akil right, and lots of set, lots to be said about injuries this season. Then you lose Horsefall. Just you know, was it in the warm up or was it in that morning? He, he uh, fell ill. He rang in, rang in sick, didn't he? Yeah, he rang in sick. Didn't he? Yeah, basically he rang <clears throat> rang up in the morning saying that he was ill and he wasn't able to make the make make the squad. Make right. The okay. Fair so enough. hopefully that's just a stomach bug rather than like. A, cold or flu because you would expect that they'd have known about that so fingers crossed you know hopefully that means that he should be back for Gillingham tomorrow night yeah yeah you'd but, hope so yeah it's it's too massive defences seem to have been the one bit where we've, we've looked quite strong and relatively settled I know we've, we've talked about with left backs and right backs but it's yeah. generally been Horsfall, Pie, and Wright, isn't it? Between them three that we've had pretty much all season, and well, that, we didn't have we didn't we didn't have any of those on the pitch, did we? So 
no. as you say, I think it was a baptism of fire for Bennett, but I don't think it helped having Burn next to him. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll I'll come to Burn and Bennett in a second. But generally speaking, we've had sort of all three challenges now, haven't we? The only challenge we've not had is in the goalkeeper department. So we had. Yeah. We had midfield. We had we had forward challenges earlier in the season with Wooten. Then we've had midfield challenges with having Sars collar out, uh, plus others. Now we're having a defensive challenge, and going back to what I said earlier about it conspiring, it's almost like you know how much luck do we need? And I'm not saying we lost four 0 and we were unlucky. We weren't. We played. It was it was rubbish, and I'll go through the stats mm. in a second because they're quite damning. But when you start with Bennett and Burn. Bennett's just a young lad, isn't he? And his his, his foot yeah. mob stats suggest, you know, he's five point six, which I think is the lowest I've seen. Oh no, Alafi got five point five, um, but you know, it's the lowest I've, I've, I've we've seen for a long time. And you you put in a young lad into a manned game when Tramir were up for it, and they came out as from the start, didn't they? Yeah, um, I mean, they've got they've got Wiley centre backs, haven't they? Which showed for the set pieces. You know what I mean? As you say. He was probably at, at fault for three of the goals, but he was he was manhandled. He was just turned around and stuff by their centre backs and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, it was it. I don't know if we'd have fared any better. You would hope that we'd fare better with Horsfall there and Bennett next to him, because it is said, and I am repeating myself, but I think Horsfall would be a much better player to have next to him to bring him out and to sort of give him a bit more instruction of where to go and what to go, what to do. Whereas Burns not he's not a captain, he's not a, a leader, he's a defender. Yeah. If that, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. head it, kick it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's not a that's what he is. He, you know, he's a head it, kick it type of defender. I mean the same again, you think with Bennett being his debut at football league level would it have been better to play three at the back and him on the right side or him as a right back? And there was talk about maybe Cass could have played as centre-back or, God forbid, Torre again as centre-back and having um, Bennett as a, a right-back. Um, it were, you know, like I say, it, it, we, we're going to be realistic about it. That back four that played on Saturday five weeks ago, six weeks ago, you know, you before in December, none of them would be anywhere near the first no. eleven. Mm. Um, you know, so that's you know where we are with the injuries. Um, we can only hope, like you say, Horsfall's back Tuesday, and then other players pie. Um, you know, and I think just in hindsight, I think just actually maybe a moment of appreciation for Ethan that he's I think the same age as Bennett. And if you said one of these players is a three million pound player, you would have said it's Ethan Pye all day long on his performances yeah. this year. Um, so, you know, it, it's for a young lad that you know, you'd be just showing actually how much he's actually made this team this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, just to sort of cap off the first half, then, because I mean, believe it or not, I mean, it was one nil at half time, wasn't it? I think. Um, <laughs> so, which was, which you know, they were on top of us. So we actually had sixty percent possession in that first half. They got more expected goals than us, as you'd expect. We didn't create hardly anything. Two shots, one on target. They had to their five and three. We strung more passes together, but that's possession-based football. Um, so yeah, it was all a bit meh. And I was, I was expecting a reaction. 
into the second half. So let's move into that because we did um, a sub double substitution at halftime. So Collar came on and there was talk of him potentially starting with Collar. And I'm quite glad he didn't, but sort of wish he did now, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And then Torrey on for Crowsdale. Crowsdale had an absolute mare. So did Cass. They got hooked. And you bring in a player back up on back from injury, which you know, potentially you, you want to bring him in when it's not such a dire situation. And then the not so great this recently Ibutore. I mean, how was you feeling at halftime when you saw those come on? Well, I thought that I certainly thought that Crowsdale needed to come off. I think the last two games he's he's he, he's he's not been his normal self. And again, I don't is that is is there a niggling injury there? Is there something else that's going on? Because he's just not looked at it for the last two games. And I suppose that is one of the things. If Crowsdale doesn't play well, County don't play well. Because he's he's just there to say mopping up and getting the foot in and then giving it to the creative players and stuff like that more. So so yeah, it, I think it shows that Crowsdale had to come off. Um we needed to change it because as you say, we just weren't weren't at the races. Um, Torre, yeah, he's not been he's not been playing well when he's come on or anything. As he certainly beginning of the crew game playing at centre left centre back, he was he's not he's not seemed he's not seen the player that was at Salford last year who got into the team of the year. You know, you look at him and you think, how have you got into the team of the year? And then you try and look at, are we playing a different system to what Salford played? Is he playing? I know he's is a left back, but is he just a left back? Is he a left wing back? What are we trying to ask? I mean, certainly in playing left centre back, we're asking him to do something that he's not done. He's not played there before. Yeah. And I think that was a big mistake and it showed at the beginning of the season. So yeah, I mean, who else could we who else could we have brought on? Um we could have put yeah. I think that's it really, isn't it? Defensively, he was the only defender on the um on the bench. Yeah. So if I mean we're taking Cass off. Is the only person to be coming on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Crowsdale, we know what his game's about. We know he's he's mm. a terrier. He's, he's a, he, you know, he wins the ball back and he looks to shift the ball 10, 15 yards from him. You know, he's not going to spray 40-yard, 30-yard diagonals across the pitch. It's He wins the ball. He, he's, he's a nuisance. He's a, he's a, you know, a terrier. And he will win the ball back and he'll off, off it. Um, Tranmere's game plan, if you listen to... Atkins post-match was to keep it tight and narrow and compact and that, that just stifled Crowsdale every time he did win the ball he had no outlet for the ball to go to and I think that really sort of started to affect his game um, in there and like you said that made a, bit, a big obviously he got hooked off for that also I think the first time he actually crossed the ball in in the first half was something like the 43rd minute. And we, as Callan has said, our game is about crossing the ball into the box, getting crosses in and attacking the ball. Well, if we wait into the 43rd, 44th minute before we get our first cross of the game in, you know, we were on the back foot. So, um, obviously, he's made them changes. As that it sounds, the game we, we got, as an attacking threat, we were better. But I think that just opened the game completely for Tranmere. And even though we looked better going forward, that midfield area, Connor Jennings starting to dictate, just left 
the the back four completely unprotected and obviously you know we got punished for that yeah do you think there was a bit of naivety from Challoner then i know we, i know we you know in, in the post match he completely blames his players which fair enough i mean that that's that's his prerogative do you think there was an element from him though where you know you go 2-0 down to a jordan turnbull um Friedo. well it was, was it not a volley the Jordan Turnbull one. That, that yeah, the, that, that was the. the yeah, was the, um, Bennett gives away a free kick near the halfway line by going back into Jennings again. Yeah, um, and then it was a looped ball, straight ball over. Collar's gone to up and head it, but he's ended up flicking it back. And then the and, defenders just literally watched the ball come over his shoulder and swung a leg at it and yeah, um, put it in yes, the back yes, of the net. Yeah. But but the same again. It's a needless free kick given away by Bennett. For just going into the back of Jennings and same again, an absolute masterclass of Jennings because you know he's not daft, he knows what he's doing. He wins like what Paddy does, he'll win your free kicks and he'll feel the pressure in your back and he'll go down and he'll win you them. And he, you know, Jennings had Bennett in his back pocket all game, in fairness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not, not disputing that. I just think, I think it was a bit naivety. I think he's he's gone from Challenger seems to he's changed the last certainly goal, well, certainly Tramir. He's gone from last season where we didn't seem to have a plan B where we couldn't turn it around or change our formation or change the tactics and stuff. Whereas, and I think a few people have said it is a bit trying to be too much of a tinker man. We say we seem to change formation and the way we were playing and stuff three, four, five times in that yeah. game. And as you say, these you've not got the level of consistency, people are still trying to wonder where they where they're supposed to be sitting and where they're supposed to be playing and, you know, who's playing in what position and stuff. So I think, I mean, I can understand, you know, we're losing 2-0 or we're losing 1-0 and he wants to turn it around and wants yeah. to get it, you know, get us back on the front foot. So he's he's done it well so far this season. Um, but it's just, as you say, was he tinkering too much because it wasn't going to plan? But as I said, I think... The second half, we say we've, we certainly started off better, but it's just that sucker punch again, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like like he said uh, against Wrexham in the National League when we were three 0 down. It was when we were when we were getting on top and started to build a bit of momentum, a sucker punch and they'd score and it just knocked the you know yeah. knocked the life out of us and it'd take us a while to get going. Look as if we're starting to get on the top again, then bang, there we go again. Um, so yeah, it was just it was just a bad day at the office again, wasn't it? Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's two, and <laughs> the, wheel, the wheels have fallen off. We're we'll be fighting relegation before the end of next weekend, and that's and Challenger needs to be sacked and replaced by I don't know Neil Warnock. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny, isn't it? Because the games come thick and fast, don't they? Well, obviously, we've got mm. Gillingham this week, Tuesday. We'll talk about that on. Uh, I've waited all week for that on Wednesday on the Wednesday show. There's that school of thought, isn't there? You want a match to come quickly because you can right your wrongs, but also if you're in a slump. It... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days we count you great. 
but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Comes quickly, I mean a long away trip to Gillingham. Probably not a lot of fans going down there on a Tuesday night. It's going to be no. a tough place to go. Um, yeah, back to this match then. So yeah, we so obviously go go two 0 down to Jordan Turnbull with with you know with a flick on from Collar. Uh, Collar missed just before that. Collar missed a good chance, um, yeah. probably harder than people are making out to be. But if he hits that, if he heads that slightly more into the corner, I think the keeper's not getting there. But yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And then, okay. then as you say, one one's a different game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And like I say, we, I think second half, we've had more chances. There was a, um, Bailey had a shot, which I think nearly sort of got a touch or a flick off um, yes. a yeah. in as well. And I think, like I say, we were, it was more end-to-end. And like I say, that just opened. The same again, we, you know, we beat, got beat by 4-0, but we haven't been beaten by a good footballing team. You know, this wasn't like a Notts County performance at Edgeley Park. This was just a team that was industrial. Everybody had their role. Everybody knew what they're doing. They worked on set pieces. They identified we conceded goals, how we've conceded goals in the past from set pieces. And they took, you know, that was their game plan. Um, you know, and that's what they've said that was their game plan. Um, and obviously, as we go start hunting for that goal to get us back into the game, that's just sort of played into their hands, really. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it has. Um, I totally agree with that as well. It's not. It's not like we've been pummeled by Brazil, which, based on some of the comments we got via the podcast to X uh, feed, some of their fans are, are saying, "Well, you, you know, it's not because it's not because you're rubbish. You, you know, you had a bad game. We we were brilliant. I think we I think we you gave it a bit. Take, <laughs> yeah. say, take those set piece goals away. And yeah, it, it could have. It would have quite easily have finished nil nil. Yeah, and I don't think a, either team would have been upset. If we'd have walked, if either a team had walked away there with a point, and it'd have been nil-nil, because I say apart from the set pieces, I don't really think did they have many shots on target. Well, second half, let me run you through the stats then, and let's 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 make some of this. So again, sixty percent possession for us. Um, you'd as you'd expect, more passes, uh, a higher completion rate of passes as well compared to Tramay. Expected goals they edge it with one to compared to our zero point six three. So. Yeah, we did create more, especially with Bailey and the Will Collar. Um, Bailey's was guilt edged, to be fair, wasn't it? I mean, I'm expecting him to put that away into the corner. So, and there was a one for Madam as well, wasn't there? The, the yes. keeper got a touch on it. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, Ben's made two really world class saves as well. I think one in the first half, one in the second half, if yeah. I remember rightly. So, yeah. so, so, so again, I mean, if you just just look at the shots, so 11 for Tranmere, nine for us on target, six for Tranmere, two for us. Um, and big chances four for them, one for us. So we we might have had a bit of huff and puff just after half time or when those changes were made. But I think the subs, and I'm not saying it's panicky subs, but you leave yourself open, don't you? He obviously went for it to get back into the game with those um, with those two subs, and it's it's just not paid off. Yeah, and I, th- I think again, I don't think Morton um, he, he he still looks still looks a bit off the pace, doesn't he? Doesn't Things don't seem to be sticking. He doesn't seem to be winning as many headers as he used to, yeah. um, or holding the ball up. So, again, as you say, that's 
we're trying to play, we try and change it to bring Wotton on, um, which is what we did very well last season. And when he first came back after the first injury, it looked looked well with him. Um, and now it's just, it won't stick to him. And for whatever reason, everything, he gets dragged to the ground and it's a free kick to them. Yeah. So it was, yeah, the subs, yeah, the subs didn't didn't work as you, as you would have thought, but I think it was, I think they had, I think they had to sort of dropped by then, and they were just like, oh, just get us, get us back on that coach and get us home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, much like the fans, I would have thought at that point. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. God, yeah. <clears throat> we've all been there. We've all been away and, and seen us get dick four 0 Um, so the third so... court, third goal, um. Was a corner. Same again. Free header. The I think it was um, right, Turnbull. Was it, it was Turnbull? Yeah, yeah, Turnbull. Second goal of the season. <laughs> yes, ran straight past Bennett. Yeah. Um, Bennett sort of looking left, right, going, "Where's he come from?" Um, and he just runs straight past Bennett and headed it into the goal. Same again. I think when you listen to Challenger's post match, I think he's referred. What well, he doesn't obviously name players, but I think he is referring a lot to his comments to Bennett. Um, and it is what it is at that point. Yeah, you sound like Steve Rusk there. Go on, elaborate. It is what it is. <laughs> well, it, 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 I, I, I didn't see us getting back in it at 2-0, to be honest, at that yeah. point. Um, I, you know, I really didn't see us getting back in I know, you know, a quick goal from us in momentum and we have got we've got players that we can pile it on. Um, you know, but I just didn't see it. I just didn't see us getting that breakthrough goal to sort of to, to start building momentum and start you know putting pressure on them they looked very very comfortable I thought at times yeah yeah absolutely oh yeah like you say overall bad day at the office I mean if you had to pick a man of the match actually Ben got it that's but yeah it's either Ben or I laugh because he scored Oh no, he didn't. That was the game. No, nobody before. scored. <laughs> <laughs> you are thinking of three. Thinking just, of yeah, it just like it just rolled into one. Just rolled into one. <laughs> I mean, it was, bad, it was a bad Saturday evening. I sat in the dark for half an hour afterwards. Just I, I, I consumed plenty of alcohol. So, but same again. Is that the first time we've not scored a goal since Salford at home? Oh, now you're asking in a game. So it's same again. It's just. Yeah, we normally score a goal. We normally get a goal, and then it's just a case of you know defending it. I know Challen has mentioned about we we seem to be losing that knack of keeping clean sheets. Yeah, um, which obviously brings its own problems because if you allow them to get one goal, then you allow them to be in the game at some point. Um, so yeah, that I thought Alafi. I mean, Alafi got a low score on um, Fort Mob, and I thought it was a bit harsh because. I just don't think he had any, any service, to be honest. No. I really, like you say, we know that, as Challen has said, our game's about getting crosses in and you're going to service him and, you know, give him the ball in certain areas to attack and in that six yard box and you put a ball across and he's going to attack it. But you just, you know, he's saying a bit of a scapegoat. I think, like you say, attacking wise, I think if the defence do its job, I think we, attacking wise, we've got enough there, but, when the defence is not doing the basics and you know giving it away so easy, I think we we, we struggle. Um, there is an I would come Tuesday. 
does he play three at the back? Do you put Hippolyte as a uh, right wing back or, um, you know, when Gold Torre is your left wing back or Bristol is your left? Yeah, you know, so it's, it's a lot. It'd be interesting to see who's back and what he goes for. But same again. Well, I think Tuesday turns into a game now must not lose opposed to, you know, yeah. Must, yeah. Not, must win. It's a must not lose game. Um, you know, so I just yeah. think we might have gone a little bit more defensive. Again, fortunately, results went our way and somehow we've managed to stay top. Yeah. Which is, which is ridiculous. But I think I, I think I think I've seen on Twitter to the last six games, the top four, four or five, I think, apart from crew, have only picked up like I think we've picked up seven points. Uh Mansfield have picked up nine. Uh uh, Wrexham, well, yeah, Wrexham, Wrexham haven't picked up. They've only picked up eight points, I think. So, I think it's you know we're we're all we're all inconsistent. I don't think yeah. there's, there's nobody at the minute. So again, and we sort of said this before we went on our twelve game run that you get a bit of consistency, get a bit of you know winning games, then you'll you'll shoot away. And I think that's again. So hopefully, as you say, our latest problem that we've got is lack of defenders, lack of defensive partnerships. And um, but hopefully, give it. Yeah, as you say, hopefully, Horsefall will be back on Tuesday. Uh, if not, hopefully by weekend we should have Horsefall back. I think Chandler has said as well that Wright isn't Wright said six to eight weeks in the courtyard before the was it the Crew game. Yeah. Um, and Chandler says he don't think it's going to be that long. Uh, and they're talking that Pi might be back in the next week or two as well. So hopefully we can weather weather this <laughs> defensive storm <laughs> this time. Um, but I'd say is if we go if we go at teams and we can get you know two goals, three goals up early on, then that does take the pressure off, doesn't it? You're not you're not looking at the defense to try and keep you in a game. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that we we can we can have a shit defense, but we start just trying to score more than them. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're Stockport County. We're not Wrexham. So, <laughs> it's just, hopefully, it, it's just a blip. But we've not had a blip. We've not had a blip for a while. So, everyone's going to have, you know, one or two a season. Well, it shows you how balmy this division is, to be honest. You've got Mansfield, like you say, that were absolutely walloped Harrogate, which was one of the informed teams in the division was it 9-2 or 9-3 it finished? 9-2, yeah. 9-2. Yeah. And then Mansfield go to Walsall on the Saturday and lose 2-1. And the same, Harrogate. Then, obviously, crew that managed to give us a, a, a beat in. Um, go and draw against crew on the Saturday as well, 0-0. Nil, nil. Um, you know, that's after Harrogate have conceded nine goals. They go to the, the leading goal scorers in the division, I think crew are now and keep a clean sheet. So, you know, the form table is all over the place. You look at the form table, apart yeah. from Crew, Crew have lost one game in the last six, but everybody else has lost two or more. Um, you know, so anyone could beat anyone. And we will not go to the end of the season unbeaten. Um, oh, God, no. From this point on. Well, I think it's the same when we got, was it 14 games now? Um Yeah. To the end of the season, I still think 86 points gets us up. Um, you know, so yeah, it, it, you know, 
it might be nervous. I just don't want to go to the last game and have something riding on it. No, 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 no. I mean, there's there's reasons to be cheerful, and we just like you say whether this defensive <clears> storm. It, I, I agree with the must not lose tomorrow night. I think if we get a draw, that would be a good return from a long away trip midweek, and then we've got Swindon on Saturday. Uh, so we you know we can talk about that next week, but. Yeah, all to play for, all all to do, and you know they, they'll be in training this week, and I think you know they'll they'll be they'll be getting. I won't say the hair dry treatment, but he wasn't happy, was he, Charlie? Wasn't well, happy no, and I think he's completely just. I think there's a few people that are saying, "Oh, he's losing the dressing room by slagging them all off and having a go at yeah. them." And there's a few people that said that that's what cost Jimmy's job and stuff like that. But as I've, I've said, it. I don't think it cost Jimmy's job. I think it was an excuse to get rid of Jim uh, because he wanted to change it. Um, he's brought Chaloner in. Mr. Stott has brought Chaloner in. It's his manager and he's got a lot of credit in the bank. And two performances like that, he's got every right to have a go at the players and yeah. publicly have a go at the players. You know what I mean? He's, he's not done it. He doesn't do it a lot. doesn't criticise him as, as much as he has done, certainly after the Tranmere game. He tends to keep it behind closed doors and just goes, yeah, we need to improve, you know, even some of the defeats that we've had earlier in the season and stuff. So I think he's got every right. I don't think there's any issues with him. He's still he's still a good manager. He's still he's still hopefully going to get us promotion. So it's a case of, yeah, we again, we've got a new set of problems that we need to. And he said it himself, didn't he? It's a new <laughs> a new set of issues, new set of building blocks or um barriers that we've got to we've got to get round and got to get through so you know why not we, yeah, we, I mean, we we're still we're still up there we're still in our hands so as if it's as long as we finished first second or third you know i'd i'd snap your hand off if they turn around and said right you can finish third now it wouldn't yeah. bother me and say champions winning the league is an absolute bonus and i'd love to do it obviously it yeah. it makes it you know it's better for us if we go up as champions but if we finish third and I'm not I'm not overly bothered yeah I mean like I say Chal is always saying that players are knocking on his door asking to play saying they should be starting and the you know opportunities were given it's not just about that now this is about having a contract in the summer the the, the end of the season is is um end of April unless we get in the playoffs so, in two months' time, um, some of these players will be out of contract and they're playing for to stay at this club. And this... at the moment, there's a lot of them players, I'm thinking, are not good enough for League One. So, they've got to show Challenger that they are good enough and they do deserve a new contract. Otherwise, you know, if the you know by the looks of it, and the worst probably thing you could probably criticise them, some of them look like they're on their holidays already. Um, so they've got to really dig in deep, and like you say, and in all fairness, you know, there's no excuses. We, as a manager, Challen has been there. You know, he's had a long career, and as he said, you're a long time retired. So there's no excuses that will, you know, especially in defending, that will get by with Challen and Clint Hill. So you can't escape it you you know you your professional seasonal players you've got to step up to the mark yep yeah absolutely absolutely okay that's probably a good place to stop 
and and close it there. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for being a patron. Uh, your contribution really, really does matter to us. So appreciate that. We will be back on Wednesday with. We'll be back on Wednesday with. I've waited all week for that, uh, and we'll be back next week on Monday with the Courtyard Club call, discussing whatever outcome is of the Swindon Town match. So that's something to look forward to. Cheers, gents, as always. Cheers, thank you. And I'll speak to you all very soon. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.